Hey everyone, it's time for another episode of Girl Meets Show, <laughs> the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. Ready or not, it is time. It is time. It feels, <laughs> we're recording this one later at night than usual. So we might be a little, they might be more loopy, might be more duds. <laughs> well, the Oscars happened, so even though it's about films... A, a lot of them were on Netflix and streaming services, and B, the Oscars were on TV, and we couldn't not talk about it. Yeah, and C, a lot of the actors, even movie A-listers, are all on TV shows now. Yeah, so they all go hand in hand. So for our top three this week, we wanted to rank our favorite Oscar looks. Yes, yes we are. Where, and I just did top three total. I didn't do, like, three men, three women. Did I did the same. Okay, great. I guess I can go first. Yeah, you go first this week. Okay. For my number three, I chose Elsie Fisher. Yeah, she was really... She was... She just looked really put together, really stylish, really age-appropriate. And I think that I was, like, a little bit disappointed in her at the Emmys. Or is, is that where she was? I don't remember because she was. She's been to so many awards shows, and I get a yeah. She up. has, and she's been doing pantsuits at all of them. But I think it was the Emmys, but I could be wrong. Um, I just like was kind of sad that I didn't love her look, but she really outdid herself, and um, her patent leather shoes I thought were so cute and cool, and her hair, and she also just has the best eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And her eyeliner. Yeah. Was, everything was perfect. She was, like, striking mm-hmm. last night. She looked amazing. And, like, although it's really sad and I'm still bummed that 8th grade did not get nominated, I was just happy that she got to go and, like, experience it all. Totally. So, yeah, that's my number three. She looked amazing. It's an amazing number three. Thank you. My number three is um, J-Lo. Mm-hmm. I loved her metal dress. Um, I thought she looked so beautiful, like old Hollywood-looking hair. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like a beautiful robot. Yeah, Not- which she is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, when I was, like, kind of scanning through my uh, just all the outfits, hers just really stood out. I think because there were some really amazing metallic dresses, mm-hmm. and hers, I think, was just my fave it was yeah. really cool like a suit of armor mm-hmm. did you see her after party look yeah it was really good it was too. equally as amazing it was so good i always feel weird about how um big everyone goes with their after party looks too mm-hmm. i agree because some of them are I, better than yeah. their actual outfit yeah and then i'm always confused as to why they chose their red carpet a weaker look for their actual red carpet mm-hmm. but I guess it's not weaker in their opinion, yeah. I would think, but I don't know. And, like, maybe their goal is to make a statement. But mm-hmm. that's why sometimes if a dress is, like, more dull mm-hmm. on the red carpet, that's when I really don't get it. But yeah. they have their stylists and people telling them their opinions, too. Yeah, who so. are we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're important. Our opinions are valid. Very um, valid. Thank you. <laughs> okay, my number two is uh tessa thompson Mm, great 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 choice she looks so beautiful and glamorous and i just loved her dress and her hair 
And everything about her, really. Yeah. She looked so good. And, like, the gold accents. Mm-hmm. She looked amazing. It was yeah. one of her best looks ever. Yeah, I think so, too. And she never really looks bad. No. I don't think she's let me down. I love her style, but this was, like, really top-notch. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number two is Charlize Theron. Okay, I'm glad that you said that, because I really loved her look, too. She looked so cool. The back... Sometimes I'll love a look from the front and I hate the back, or mm-hmm. vice versa. Sometimes the back of a dress is amazing. Hers was stunning front and back, and her brown hair, mm-hmm. she looked so good. She looked like St. Vincent. She looked perfect. And it was, like, really, really edgy and classic, mm-hmm. and the color blue was really stunning. She looked so fierce, so good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Very, very high drama. Very, but it's, like, a very simple dress. Yeah. So, she she has that effect. Yeah, she really does. She ups the game. hmm Yeah, I love And loved... how old is she? You know, that's a great question. I bet she's, like, 43, maybe? How old is Charlize Theron? She's 43. <laughs> that was a straight-up guess. <laughs> but, yeah, will she ever look actually old? No. I don't think so. But... Yeah, and she looked like a million feet tall. Yeah. It was awesome. My number one is Emma Stone. Yay. That was such a good dress. It was so good. I really want to see it up close in person. Someone said it looked kind of like a fish that you've cooked too long. (laughs) (laughs) But like make it fashion. Yeah. And I just thought the sleeves were really interesting and her hair color was perfect. Mm -hmm. I I love her hair that color. Yeah. And she hasn't really been wowing me a ton at anything she's been doing recently as far as style goes. And so it was just good to have her back in the game. Mm -hmm. It was great. Mm -hmm. I think like a top five look overall for her ever. Yes. And her crying over Olivia Coleman was just like the cherry on top. It was beautiful. I saw something that when she was walking out, she was like, that was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, and like crying in the oh, it's so cute. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad she's like really um around a lot again. Mm-hmm. I've missed her. Yeah, she was in hiding for a while. Yeah. And because she doesn't have social media, it's really hard to really see her. Yeah. I'm so glad Billy Eichner brought her back. <laughs> <laughs> I assume he had a lot to do with it. Of course. Um so my number one is a team effort of Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. <laughs> I loved their matching color scheme of soft pink. I love a man wearing a velvet suit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of velvet. Yeah. They, they There were a lot of great male colors. Mm-hmm. They A lot of them went for it. And it really made the ones who just wore boring stuff look bad. And so I like that. Because <laughs> they need to try more. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved his scrunchie. That yeah, was the, the scrunchie same color. was like a big thing. Well, and then like there are pictures of him later with his hair up with his scrunchie. Mm-hmm. And I just really like them as a couple. I'm fascinated by them. And he looked so just like happy. Every picture of him is like... He's having the greatest time of all, and I just, I loved it. And I love that color. They both, they looked hot. I loved them. Did you see their after-party looks? I saw that he uh, removed that shirt under his suit. Yeah, just 
suit with no shirt which i was like do i like this better it looks really good yeah and i think i liked her after party look a little bit better what was her after party look it was like that same color but it was just a different dress well um part of why i loved their red carpet one because i need to look at her after party one Mm -hmm. again was like um the immediate effect of seeing that they were coordinated mm-hmm. so well mm-hmm. was really exciting. Oh yeah. So I think he outlooked her. Yeah, I agree. On the red carpet. Mm-hmm. But I also just am obsessed with them in general. Well, they're the most beautiful couple of all time. Yeah. Like the whole Kravitz Benet family is the crown jewel of America. <laughs> so yeah, they they are in my top spot. Well, I love it. I wasn't expecting that. But, I mean, I should have. I have a question for you. Which out, Whose outfit last night would you have worn on the red carpet if you were going to the Oscars? Ooh, good question. Um, probably uh, Casey Musgraves. It was amazing. And I can see you wearing that. Thank you. Would you have done it in that color? That color, I don't know if, would, if it would be my color. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a human doll like Casey Musgraves to pull yeah. that off. It might have been a little too light for me. If it was a little brighter pink, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but that definitely that style was probably what I would wear. And I think you could totally pull that style off. Wow, thank you. It's hard to say since we've literally never been to an event that's required to dress anything like that. It's really stressful even just imagining that. Mm-hmm. Where would I even begin? You know that, like, rent the runway uh-huh. thing you could do? Uh-huh. I guess I'd start there. <laughs> just for tips. What dress would you choose for yourself? Um... The first one that comes to mind is Aquafina. Oh. Like, just, I I want to wear, like, all the metallic stuff. Yeah. But a lot of the dresses are overwhelming to yeah. pull off. Yeah, that makes sense. So, that, or, you know what, or Amelia Clark's. Yeah. One of those. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of the same color. Did yeah, they take they a picture together? Uh, I don't know if they did. But, um, I don't even know if I would look good in that color, per se. Mm-hmm. But... Either one of those. It just depends on if I'm feeling um, more I want to wear, like, a cover-it-up suit. <laughs> or not that day. Or show <laughs> like off. A, a strapless. Yeah. <laughs> but those are the first two that come to mind. Amelia is one of my bonuses because that color was so mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. It really was. I'm trying to remember, too, the after, uh, my favorite after-party looks, but I don't remember those as well. But I feel like... I was bombarded with photos all day. It's hard to remember Yeah, them. I feel like I saw more after-party looks than red carpet looks. But, yeah, I don't really remember a lot. <laughs> I mean, the main one was Melissa McCarthy in her matching tracksuit with her husband. That's what but I really wear. she was wearing Nikes with an Adidas tracksuit. That's, like, num- like, rule number one you're not supposed to do, right? I'm not a sports wearer, so I don't know. I, I do that, too, but it but was we're, just like, a regular surprising. people. yeah. I was surprised that, because Lupita was there, but she never did red carpet. She didn't do red carpet at the actual awards show, but she did do red carpet at Vanity Fair party and was wearing the same dress. That feather dress? Mm Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. She didn't didn't tell us her schedule for the night. No. Oh, I did love Chrissy Teigen's after party look. Yeah, she looked so pretty. And John Hamm was wearing a navy corduroy suit and looked incredible oh yeah you know i think navy is like his power color it really is 
Oh, we both loved Jake Johnson. He was wearing a standard black tux, but it was fit so well. He looked so cute. Mm-hmm. We were proud of him. Mm-hmm. Very proud of him. Also, Joe Alwyn, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. I think he was one of my favorite guys on the red carpet. Really? Yeah, I just thought he looked really put together and good. Because I did notice a lot of guys were wearing velvet. I feel like they've caught on to that trend that, like, we like that. But I don't think that all of them were as, like, well-fitted as I would want them to be. And Joe's outfit, it was just really fitted and tailored and looked really good. I feel like every awards show, even if they're, like, I have my favorite looks, there's not ones that I straight up hate anymore. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty rare. People do um, a pretty good job. I mean, Cole Sprouse had a weird <laughs> hairdo last night at an after party, and I was not okay with it. And then Joe Jonas was wearing a weird white silk button-up that had a collar, like a turtleneck collar. It was very bizarre. Me and Jordan did not like that either. It was, like, laughably ugly. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun to... um only have problems with the men (laughs) yeah it's nice yeah now they know how it feels you know well as far as tv news goes this week the trailer for the new twilight zone that jordan peele is creating dropped and it was really interesting and really good yeah we haven't actually talked about this and i've been meaning to i loved it it was awesome really really good cast well i saw some people saying that They feel like it looks amazing and has such a great cast and it's being wasted because it's not going to be on actual TV. It's like on the CBS streaming service. Yeah. That like no one has. So I guess we'll see how that goes. I know. Like we'll have to wait for, I don't know if they're dropping all the episodes at once or week by week, but we'll have to wait until they're all there and then do a free trial. I'm assuming they'll have one. (laughs) And... Even if the free trial is for, like, four days, we'll make it (laughs) work. A four-day free trial. (laughs) We can do it. If I've learned anything about us starting (laughs) this podcast, it's that we can do it. We can make it work. We can binge like crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The only other piece of news that I have is that they said they're going to do another Haunting of Hill House season. And it's going to be, like, an anthology and have, like, a different story and different cast. So I think that'll be interesting and really cool and fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I ended up really, really liking that show. Yeah, and, it like, a lot of people did. Yeah. When we first watched it, I thought that maybe we'd be kind of, like, the only people that watched it. I guess I shouldn't assume that we're, like, super unique. (laughs) But it was, like, a lot more people watched it than I thought would. Yeah, it was, like, became kind of... I feel like more people watched that than Sabrina. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was really interesting. And so I like that they're letting season one story kind of be completed. And I agree. just moving on to a different thing. Yeah, I agree. So that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm excited to see who gets cast. Me too. Because now that it's, like, more well-known, will there, like, be bigger cast members? Yeah. Plus, now that Netflix is getting nominated and winning Oscars... Mm-hmm. Like, there's no shame at all. No. So, I'm excited. Me too. Okay. So, we watched True Detective Season 3. Neither of us watched Season 1 or Season 2. But because it's an anthology, it's okay. 
And you can do it too. (laughs) (laughs) From everything I've read and heard, season one was really, really good. Season two was not. And it seems like season three, depending on how much you loved season one, it was either like equal to it or definitely not as good. Yeah, I'm I feel like um as we were researching, just trying to kind of like see what people were saying and how they felt about the ending and what they thought the ending meant and mm-hmm. different things, there's a lot of mixed reviews out there. Yeah. I feel like one thing you can't argue with was the great acting. Oh, yeah. Herschela really proved how great he is. He can carry a whole show. And um, he has so many scenes where he's just like, he's not speaking. Like, he's alone. Mm-hmm. And you can just tell all the different emotions that his character is feeling. Mm-hmm. He was really great. And he's playing the same character at three different ages. And... Um, he's believable at every age, but especially as an old man. Maybe we should try and do a quick summary. Oh, yeah. I was actually going to propose that. Yes. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically in the year 1980, in this small um, town in the Ozarks, these two kids go missing, a little boy and his sister. And so Mahershala Ali plays one of the detectives who is trying to find them and um steven dorf plays his partner and so they're like on the case and then there's also a teacher in the town who teaches the kids at school and she actually ends up writing a book about the mystery and um she becomes romantically involved with mahershala ali's character and then um When it's flash forwards to 1990, there's been new information about the missing kids case. And so they pull um, Mahershala and his partner back into, like, kind of re-give their statements about what happened. And um, the author of the book starts saying that with this new information, she's going to start writing a sequel. And then the third time jump is to um, the year... 2016 when there's a documentary being made about the case who and they are interviewing Mahershala's character great I feel like you did a really good job thank you it was even kind of more twisty like remembering all the different timelines actually well and with a story like this it's hard not to spoil anything because that's the whole point of the show is to figure out what's going on (laughs) totally well and like so many things in one episode are kind of happening simultaneously. Yeah, because there's three different timelines happening all at once, you have to be pretty on your game to not get confused. Yeah, and I have to be honest, I was not always on my game. Neither was I. I was pretty confused a lot of the time, but if I just kept watching, I was usually able to answer my own questions. Mm -hmm. But there were still parts that I had questions about, And I definitely was left in the end with some open questions, but I think that's just how it goes. Totally. And I think that a lot of that was intentional. Yes. Which, um, it's funny because we watched the finale together. And so normally I would just like 
accept that I would soon learn the answer to my question, but with this, we could be like, wait, what's happening? And we, like, compared notes of what we were both thinking, and then we both would realize that we were both confused. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's funny, too, because then even discussing the finale, we... Even just about little things, I feel like we had different interpretations. Mm-hmm. And like, like literally like the their facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's crazy. And things that I kind of just assumed were like reality that mm-hmm. you had assumed a different reality. Mm-hmm. But neither of us are wrong. It's no. just up to the interpretation of mm-hmm. the viewer, which I think is kind of like the true detective way, apparently. It did make me want to watch the first season. Yeah, me too. Definitely. And um, going in, we had heard that there were ties to the first season. And I think we were both a little nervous that we would be kind of in the dark about some stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's nice because it's not required knowledge for watching this third season. But I think certain things would have been clearer yeah. A little bit, but they're not, like, vital, vital to the Like, you plot. just will be a little bit shocked when you see a picture of Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah. But that was basically it. Yeah, it was just, like, a fun little thing. Yeah. Maybe um, there's more to it if we actually had seen the first season, but, yeah. One thing I wanted to comment on was the aging makeup. It was amazing. I don't think I've seen better aging makeup than this ever. No. It looked completely real. I want to know how long it took them. Yeah, I do too. Those are some of the bonus features I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, just from watching um, Mandy Moore post a lot on her Instagram stories of them doing the aging makeup to her on This Is Us, and she has to go in like three hours before everyone else every time they're filming just for that. And then it also takes like a long time to take it all off. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um how much older is she supposed to be? Like, was it as intense seeming as in this show, do you think? You know, I feel like it, yeah, I feel like it is equally intense. Maybe a little less intense. Don't quote me on this. I'm not sure how old she's supposed to be when she's older in This Is Us. But I would guess somewhere around, like, 70. Okay, that makes sense. And how old would you say that they were in True Detective? It was hard for me to tell. Because they never, they don't start um, the earlier decades. They don't say how old they are. Yeah. I'm guessing that if he's supposed to be about 30, 35 in 1980, does that sound too old, though? Because then he doesn't seem like he's 45 in 1990, you know? Yeah. So maybe he's supposed to be like 30 max in the in the 80s. And let me do some quick math. Well, I'd make him like 66. In 2016. But he looked like 80. Yeah. But so maybe he is supposed to be 35 in 1980. Or 36. hmm I don't know. And then he's like 70 more mm-hmm. in 2016. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, yeah. I hope that... Do they give awards for makeup in, like, the Emmys? Like, for TV? I feel like they have to, because look how many sci-fi shows there are. Yeah. But I don't know. But I feel like with the Emmys, they're um, one where they do a lot of the awards off camera. That is, so that I think is true. those technical ones, I think they like do off the camera. Like the creative Emmys. Yes. Yeah. So I hope this gets nominated for that for sure. Yeah. And, and I, I hope, hope Mahershala. Mahershala. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. we both <laughs> 
<laughs> he really deserves an Emmy for this. It was so good. Just the way he like walks as the 80 or so year old um, is amazing. Seriously, it is uh, really masterful. Mm-hmm. And he can wear 90s dad outfit. Oh, yeah. He looked awesome. He looked amazing. That should uh, be part of his style repertoire. Mm-hmm. He looked great. Yeah, I loved it. They all looked great, actually. Um, you need to tell our listeners about the fun fact you learned. Okay. So when I was researching Stephen Dorff, who plays um, his partner on True Detective, um, and that's a name I've seen written down, but I haven't seen a lot of stuff that he's been in, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because I thought I really liked him in this. He and Mahershala, I really liked their friendship. Um, but I think he was kind of a big actor like in the 80s, but I don't know him. But I did learn that he plays Britney Spears' boyfriend in the Every Time music video. Mm-hmm. And it was shocking. And if you haven't watched that music video at all or recently, you should watch it because it is a ride. It is Cuckoo Bananas. It's it's probably her most dramatic video to date. Oh, for sure. Um, And he's scary in it. Yeah. He did a good job. He did a good job. And he looked hot, too. Yeah. He, like, takes off his shirt, and I was like, what? (laughs) Excuse me? And we learned that um, the teacher slash author, the thing I know her from is Fantastic Beasts. (laughs) She's, like, their uh, president, I want to say, in America, of the wizards. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's crazy, because she looked um, way older in that to me, and in this she looked like so so young mm-hmm. like she looked to me like an up-and-coming actress yeah to me too but she's been around you know she is beautiful oh yeah she was also on selma i never saw selma oh you didn't no it was really good i saw it a couple times but yeah i loved her a lot she did a really good job yeah she was awesome i was reading um I think the review was in Vanity Fair, kind of reading their analysis of the mm-hmm. finale and stuff. And they were talking about how, like, this season had three detectives. And he was like, yeah, I'm counting her. Oh, for sure. And she was awesome. I loved it. It was also really interesting because, like, you have the detectives kind of, for the most part, going through all the procedures they need to. And then you have her just, like, straight up just talking to people and, mm-hmm. like, getting really crucial info that way, too. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Well, and me and Jordan both made this conclusion separately, but we both were thinking that we could never date or marry or be involved with a detective, a private investigator, or, like, an FBI agent, or, like, someone in the CIA, because we're both too nosy. (laughs) Well, that's my reasoning. Oh, I'm much, much too nosy. Okay. I don't want, like, leaving any stones unturned, you know? No. Like, that's why... I don't like being surprised because I usually know there's a surprise. (laughs) And so knowing that there's information that I can't know would literally drive me insane. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons, well, one of many reasons why (laughs) being pregnant sounds really terrible to me because you don't actually know when you're going to give birth. Like there's like this big unknown. It could happen at any time. And that really freaks me out. Yeah. Um... And so people that do want to be surprised by the sex must freak you out, too. Yeah. I will yeah. never understand that desire. No. 
I'm too much of a control freak and know it all. <laughs> You're going to be one of those people that like plans on the induction date. Yes. And like if I had it my way, all my friends and family members would text me at the end of every day and tell me what they ate, what they <laughs> did, what shows they watched, who they talked to. Not even because I care about like who they're talking to or what they're eating, just because I like knowing everything. Well, and it's funny because like you're never out of the loop on anything. It's no. really rare that there's um, anything that goes down that, like, I'm then telling you about, you know? If yeah. anything, it's, like, you might ask me, like, a specific question about something that happened that we haven't discussed yet, mm-hmm. even just, like, in our real lives, but it's just, that's just, like, your personality. Yeah. And it's not, like, you're hounding people for it. You just, like, happen to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, you you are the true detective. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Moral of the story, how would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, like, everything factored in, like, quality and, like, my personal enjoyment and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I would rate it, like, a 6 or a 7. Okay. Because I thought it was really, like, it's one of those shows where as I'm watching it, I know I'm watching something of really high quality. Mm-hmm. Um... It, the, a story that's really well thought out and everything's intentional and the detailing is really amazing and the acting is so good. But it was hard for me to keep focus sometimes, which I don't think it's like <laughs> I said something about this while we were watching and Taylor was like, so is this um, your fault or their fault? <laughs> like the showmakers. And I think it's probably mostly my fault. Like I think I do myself a disservice sometimes with how much I binge stuff that it's hard for me to, like, slow down and watch a subtle show all the time. That was something I was thinking about watching this. I was wondering if it would have been easier or harder or, like, how it would have changed how well, how much we liked it if we had watched it week by week as opposed to binging it. But so, I don't know. So, yeah, I think this might be better of a slow burn show. Yeah. But that being said, it's not, like, that's a low score Because I did like it, and it really drove home how amazing Mahershala is. Yes. And I really just love him, and I hope he gets awarded for this. Yeah. I can't see him not, but... What um, what score would you give it? I'd probably give it a (laughs) (laughs) 7.75, to be exact. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the acting was... So good. It was, like, very beautiful. Um, I just felt a little bit too lost. I understand shows where, like, you're supposed to kind of be piecing stuff together and being smart. I mean, I feel like we watch a lot of shows where the audience has to piece things together and you don't get hit over the head with exposition. Mm -hmm. But, like, you think you know something, but you don't. And then I feel like you really don't know anything until the very last episode. And I kind of liked... With, like, sharp objects. I felt like they gave us a little bit more each and every episode. Yes. Where each episode of this kind of would make you get a little bit more confused and then set you back. And it was more of, like, a roller coaster as opposed to, like, a slow climb up a mountain. Yes. I think that is the perfect summary. But a very slow roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, It was very slow at first for me. Yeah, it was it was one of those things where I couldn't even understand why I was having a hard time with it 
because for me, I think for both of us, it really picked up midway through the season. Mm-hmm. Down the roller coaster hill, if you will. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm on board. I get this. I'm like, I can keep all these characters straight right now. There's something about the first few where I was like, it's a compelling mystery. I like the characters. I like the actors. But why am I not grabbed by it yet? Yeah. I don't, and I don't really, I can't really put my finger on what it was. But I did think about Sharp Objects a lot while I was yeah. watching it, too. Mm-hmm. Because I remembered, too, a lot of people saying that they thought it was boring and not a lot was happening. Yes. Where I was like, I felt, like, so tense every episode. Yeah. Well, I think they both just, they both had a really harsh focus on character development and a crime to solve. Mm -hmm. So, um, and they both did it, like... They both did an equally good job with, like, character development, I think. Yeah, I For the most part. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I understand the reasoning for the slow burn was to focus on the character development, and I love the relationship between the two detectives, and I understand the character development. I just think I would have liked it a little bit more faster pace. Yeah, I think even in that last episode... It was 80 minutes long, and there were some stretches that I felt like they could easily have still kept it a slow burn and really introspective, but they could have cut it down by a lot of minutes. Yeah. But I'm still really intrigued. I want to watch the first season, and I feel like I remember people saying kind of similar things about the first season, so now I kind of, like, am expecting that, too. Yeah, that's true. Well... Are we going to have the same crush of the week? No. <laughs> I don't think so because I cheated and pulled an Oscar crush. I was thinking I would do that too because I had a feeling we might have the same. Okay, who's yours? Mine is um, Diego Luna. <laughs> he looks so cute. Oh, he was so cute. I love him so much. He, he honestly, he's just so hot. And I loved him ever since he was in, um, he had like a page little short interview once in YM magazine Mm -hmm. back in the 2000s. And I was like, who's that? And then I didn't see him again until Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't really see him again until Rogue One. We'll see. And that's what I love about your love of him because I didn't really know him at all until Rogue One. It's just so great. And he, like, he has aged really great. Yeah. And he was so adorable at the Oscars. He was perfect. So, he's my crush this week. Perfect. I love it. Um, Then I guess I'll pick Mahershala. I loved him in the show. Clearly. Um, And I also, you know, I, at first I was a little bit confused about the hat at the Oscars. (laughs) But the more I saw it, the more I loved it, and I'm actually fully supportive of that hat. I did some research on it. It costs $350. Whoa. It's not just, like, your average beanie. So, yeah. Well, he's, like, he's a style king. Yeah, he is. And so... So never doubt him. Yeah. He'll always be able to convince us of whatever he's wearing. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's my crush of the week. Two really great crushes. Yeah. That I think would be great friends one day. (laughs) When we all go on a trip together. (laughs) 
<laughs> Can't wait for our double dates. It'll be so fun. We can go to Disneyland and make Marshall funny faces even, on like, Splash Mountain. Than John Muir. Yeah, I just looked it up. He's 45. Yeah. He looks so full of life. That makes it sound like 45 is like 1 million years old. <laughs> but I mean, he looks like he could be 36. Easy. Yeah. Yep. In my opinion. I agree. He's so beautiful. He's Yeah, he's ageless. He's one that I I remember when he was in Mockingjay. And I was like... I forgot about that. Him. Yes. Him. I choose him. And now look, he's... Everywhere, and he's just blown up, and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, yeah, I do. I hope um, you guys watch True Detective, because it's only eight episodes. Yeah, um, they're like hour-long-ish. And please write a book report on it, and analyze it, <laughs> and we'll see if they compare with our analyses. Yeah. Because it's almost like... True Detective has, like, kind of a bandersnatch at its core. Because you really... Apparently, you can interpret so many different things about that finale. Mm -hmm. Well, and, like, on Twitter, people were like, if you didn't like it, you didn't get it. (laughs) And I love when people say things like that. (laughs) It's like, actually, I feel like I got it. And I'm not saying I didn't like it, but, like, let people have their opinion, because I think that's kind of the point. Yeah, well, and, like, you can find flaws with things, even if you overall liked something. Exactly. Like, nothing is just universe. Like, what's a perfect thing? Harry Styles. I was like, when Harry met Sally. <laughs> so anything that has Harry, Harry. in the title? <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> so, yeah, well, please watch it. Tell us what you think. Hit us up. And we'll give you extra credit <laughs> i still want to keep signing off via aol um sign offs mm. i'm still hooked on pen 15 so ttyl ttyl lilas